Welcome to another exciting podcast on the worldwide broadcasting network from the Foggy Mountain Studios and the Great Misty Beyond. I am Charles Factor, your podcast host. And today we have a fascinating subject to talk about. We're talking about illegal immigration and criminal convictions of illegal immigrants. So you hear it said a lot, people say it, immigration helps the United States, you know, grow, become better, they work hard, so on and so forth. Well, that is largely true of legal immigrants, of which the United States takes one million legal immigrants every year, the most of any country in the world. But it is not true of illegal immigrants. And why is that? Well, 90% of illegal immigrants, according to the federal government, have criminal convictions. And they have an average of four arrests per illegal immigrant. Let me repeat that. Illegal immigrants, of, of all of them, of which there's probably somewhere between 15 and 20 million in our nation now, 90% of them have criminal convictions for committing crimes in the United States. And they average four arrests per illegal immigrant. Well, how do we know that? Well, this is what the government tells us in the government's own statistics. Now, you're aware, as we all are, that both of our corrupt political parties have allowed our border on the Mexican border to be wide open, right? 15, 20 million people walking across the border. Why? Because the Republicans wanted cheap labor and some Democrats wanted cheap labor on farms and factories and in the economy, right? Because they'll work for just practically nothing. And the Democrats, they wanted votes. They thought that if they let enough illegals in, eventually they have children, they get married, they have relatives already here. And because the Democrats are letting them in, they thought they would get more political power. So both political parties have created this mess. And we all know that the illegal immigrants have brought over fentanyl and heroin and cocaine, smugglers and, and prostitution. And now we have the federal government saying, yes, in addition to all those problems, we've got crime. One other fact you should keep in the back of your mind, it'll be the subject of a future podcast. 75% of illegal immigrants are on some form of welfare 10 years after they enter the United States. So there's this myth that goes around that immigrants are hardworking, and legal immigrants, generally speaking, are. The legal ones, generally speaking, are educated, they get jobs, they, they have to go through screening processes, but the illegal ones tend to be illiterate, they can't read, they tend not to speak, speak English, can't speak the language, they don't have driver's license, they don't have any money, they don't have jobs, they tend to be unskilled, they tend to be uneducated. So 10 years after the average illegal immigrant comes to the United States, 75% are on welfare, according to the federal government. But we'll talk about that part of it in a future podcast. Today, we're just talking about criminality. And so I'm going to read an article today that comes from our federal government. Well, part of it does. It's actually in the National Law Review. And the National Law Review is a publication that reports on all kinds of laws and happenings. And they got this information from ICE, which is the Immigration Enforcement Arm of our Immigration Service, the federal government. So the information comes from the federal government, and it's reported in the National Law Review. So I'm going to quote from it. I'm going to read from it, and then we'll talk about it afterwards. 
Quote, according to the figures released by ICE, it conducted 103,000 administrative arrests in 2020. And these are of illegal immigrants. Of those arrested, 90% had criminal convictions or charges pending at the time of their arrest. The arrested immigrants had a total of more than 374,000 convictions and charges, an average of four per illegal immigrant. In fiscal year 2019, ICE agents, that's the federal government, arrested more than 143,000 people in the interior. The most convictions or criminal charges pending against them were for Driving under the influence, 74,000 of them were driving drunk, followed by drug offenses, 67,000 had been arrested for violating our nation's drug laws, and 1,900 had been charged or convicted of murder. Convictions or criminal charges of these illegal aliens that were arrested included 1,800 homicide-related crimes, 1,600 kidnappings, 37,000 physical assaults, and 10,000 sex crimes, according to ICE data from the federal government. Further, ICE announced that in fiscal year 2020, they had successfully deported 185,000 immigrants, and of those, 400 excuse me, of those 4,276 were known gang members. 675 were members of the brutal gang MS-13, and 31 were known or suspected terrorists. Federal law gives the ICE agents jurisdiction within 100 miles of the border, which is defined as any external border or boundary, like an ocean. Searches then are conducted within the 100-mile area. Agencies can then interrogate and arrest anyone without a warrant as long as they have reasonable cause to suspect that the person, that there's grounds to exist for the denial of admission to the United States. So there you have it. I mean, the numbers are pretty shocking, absolutely amazing. So, you know, you'll hear people say, oh, you know, immigration makes our nation stronger. Well, again, that is true of legal immigration, but that is completely untrue of illegal immigration. And both our political parties have allowed 15 to 20 million illegal immigrants to walk across our open and undefended border. Now, there might be a few of you who say, well, you know, it's impossible to close a border. That's not true. United States has defended the South Korean border for 40 or 50 years since the Korean War ended. Nobody ever crosses it because you can't. There's barbed wire, there's fences, there's landmines, there's military. Thousands and thousands of our troops are defending the South Korean border. At the same time, our own border with Mexico remains wide open. And across that border comes the drugs and the prostitution and the killers and the rapists. Now, something you may not be aware of, but a lot of the South American and Central American countries, along with Mexico, have opened up their prisons. When people get out of prison, they put them on a bus or a train. They bring them right up to the American border and they tell them leave the country. So we're taking a lot of former inmates that have been released. But we don't know that. We're not told that. We don't have access to their records. Those countries don't give us access. 
So they walk across our border. We're completely unaware that a lot of them just got out of prison. A lot of them just got out of jail. A lot of them just got out of mental hospitals. A lot of them are drug addicted or alcoholic or welfare dependent. A lot of them have very limited IQs. They are unable to function. And what do these countries do? Well, they don't want to pay the expense of caring for them for the rest of their lives. They don't want the criminals within their borders. They tell them, leave the country, get out, get up on a bus, get on a train, walk across the border, walk to the U.S. And so they do. And so all these criminals from these other countries, these mentally ill, they're coming to the United States. And we'll talk about that in a future podcast. But for this one, let's talk about what they do once they get to the United States. According to ICE, the Immigration and Customs Enforcement Agency by the federal government, 90% of them, by the time they're picked up, have already been arrested or convicted of a serious crime. You heard the list. Those are serious crimes, endangering all of us. And they average four crimes per illegal immigrant. So they're not just arrested once or twice or three times. On average, the average illegal immigrant picked up and deported by the federal government has been arrested on four separate occasions. Now, why is that? Why are they committing all this crime? Why do 90% of illegal immigrants that are deported have criminal records? Why do they have an average of four arrests per illegal immigrant? Well, they have no skills. They don't speak English. They don't have an education. They're illiterate. They can't read. They don't have any job background. They don't have a resume. So how do you expect them to survive when they get here other than welfare, which they go on? How do you, with other than us paying for their food and their medicine, us paying for our taxpayers, paying for their food, medicine, housing, paying for everything that they do, their clothing, everything else, other than them becoming yet more welfare dependents on our nation, how do they survive? Well, The women, a lot of them survive by prostitution. And a lot of the men survive by drug dealing. You know, they take the welfare from the federal government. And then on the side, since they're not working jobs, well, they go and they steal somebody's identity. They steal somebody's purse or their wallet. They steal their driver's license, their social security card, their identity, their bank papers. They burglarize the homes. And then once they have their driver's license and their social security card and their passport that they've stolen, well, then they assume the identity of that person. A lot of people have their identity stolen. Who do you think is doing it? They steal credit cards. When they steal your credit cards, they use the credit cards until the credit cards get turned off. People may not notice it for a month. Well, then what happens? You say, well, the credit card company then eats the loss. Well, no, they don't. They pass it on to all the rest of us in the form of higher interest rates on our credit cards. And they drive cars, even though they're drunk and they don't have driver's license. They cannot read road signs. They've never taken driver's ed. They don't have car insurance. They don't have a driver's license. They don't go to the DMV. But they drive cars to get around. And they crash. And they kill people. And when they do that, you say, well, what, who cares? Well, who pays for it? When they go to the emergency room or the people that they crashed into because they don't know how to drive, they can't read road signs. When they, uh, these people go to the emergency room, you and I pay because they're uninsured. Or we pay in the form of higher insurance rates for the rest of us. Car insurance rates, medical insurance rates. They're going to get medical treatment. They're not going to be turned away from the emergency room. 
week in the hospital is $100,000 now. They don't pay. They don't have money. They get treated. We pay for it in the forms of, you ever looked at your medical bills? You ever wonder why you're paying so much money for simple medical procedures? You're not just paying for yourself. You're paying for 20 million illegal immigrants that are running around the country without insurance. And when they go for treatment, when they go to the hospital, when they go to the emergency room, when they get sick, they are treated for free. To them, it's free. You and I pay in the form of higher taxes, in the form of Medicaid, in the form of higher insurance. We pay. That's why your bills are so outrageous. So that's what's happening in the United States. So, you know, you have to make a distinction here between legal immigration, of which the United States currently takes a million legal immigrants every year, more than any other country on the planet. And the legal immigrants are fine. They're heavily screened by their home government and our government. We make sure they don't have criminal records. We make sure they don't have contagious diseases. We make sure that they are self-supporting. We put you know rules on them. They get a green card for a certain number of years. And if they commit crimes, then they can't become citizens. It's heavily regulated. It works pretty well. People are pretty happy with it. They add value to our country. That's very different than the illegal immigrants that are flooding across the border. And now you know, 90% of them are arrested and convicted of crimes. On average, four arrests on four different occasions per illegal immigrant. And keep in mind, police don't arrest a person every time they commit a crime. The clearance rate in some crimes, like car theft or burglary, is often just 10%. You have a bike thief running around a town. Listen, the police don't catch every time he steals a bike. They might, or a prostitute. They don't catch him every time she solicits somebody. Or a drug dealer. No, it's about 10%. So what that means is if they've been arrested four times on four separate occasions, on average, they've probably committed 40, 40, 40, 40 separate crimes. They've only been arrested four times. That's the only number of times they've been caught. So you have somebody, illegal immigrants, 90% of whom have criminal convictions prior to deportation. On average, four arrests per illegal immigrant, meaning they've committed 40 crimes against U.S. citizens while they're here. Why do we want that in our country? I mean, we know why our corrupt political parties want it, right? The Democrats want votes. Right? They want to increase their political power, and the Republicans want cheap labor. And some Democrats also want cheap labor in factories and farms and around the economy because they'll work for anything just to survive. But the rest of us, you and I, we're paying for it. We're suffering from it. We're the ones that go to work every day and pay our taxes. We're the ones that witness the carnage on our streets, on our roads, on mass transit. So that's what's happening. Thought you should know. From the great misty beyond and our worldwide podcasting studios on the great foggy mountain, I am your podcast host, Charles Factor, wishing you a great day.